I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, welcome, welcome, welcome back to the Waffle House, everybody. Woo! Thanks. Woo! All right. We're, uh, we're here. I'm a, I'm a, what am I, 7, 12 a.m., and you're looking absolutely stunning, can we say? Can you describe your look for the listeners, Des? Well, uh, well, you know, I, I bought some headbands off Amazon to uh, to try to get the explosion on top of my head. Now, <laughs> to be honest with you, I, I'm not really that wild about them. I got some hairbands too, but they haven't arrived. But Would you not uh, just I shave your hat? <laughs> no, I'm deliberately growing my hair for the crack. I had a shaved head for like a quarter of my life. So I'm deliberately oh, yeah. growing yeah, I, I'm deliberately growing it for fun during the pandemic. This is just like a bit of crack. I have a big pitch coming up. Like, it'll be a Zoom pitch, and I'll be cutting it for that. So until that pitch happens, I'm just seeing what my hair does when it grows long, because I would never grow it long. It's amazing. Uh, it's seriously impressive, Des. Yeah, it's about two weeks off, like, plaiting, ponytailing, like, styling. Well, I, I liked your shaved head. It was kind of a chavy look. It suited you at the time, didn't it? It was, you know, Beckham used to shave it at the time. I mean, there was a, there, there was a time, but I much prefer having hair, to be honest with you. You know? Yeah. I mean, What's I, don't your body hair? A, I don't What's know. Your... If, I don't know if it was a chavy look as much as I did a whole series where I kind of promoted the chav side of my image. That was, they were your hot days, Daz. That's when you peaked. Was your chav over. No, I, don't, I don't know. Yeah, have you seen no, him I mean, in that, suit that, on By stage. the way, that is, a, that is a body image insult, which you, uh, <laughs> which you, you, you always uh, give out about, but it's a personal. Uh, it's a personal the, taste. I like the, yeah, you know, I like for the, the record. For the for yes, well, for for the record, I feel actually that I I peaked in my late thirties, early forties. That's just because great... you got an Instagram account and women came into your DMs. You just weren't no, just contactable it, before then. No, no, it's I, I the gray. I like the gray hair. For me personally, I the the gray hair kind of brought me into myself. The gray what's hair your, and the your... suit is an amazing combo. Mm, it's very swag. What's that? What's your body hair? Gray hair in a suit. No, I'm 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 very smooth. As uh, as as what's her name? Ali Wong says when she finally got with an Asian, you know, she didn't want to be with Asian guys, and then yeah. she finally got with an Asian. She said it was like making love to a dolphin. But I I, I have a little <laughs> bit of I have a little bit of Asian skin. Yeah, I'm into that. I don't. I was I was with a guy recently. He'd like patches of. He was Iranian. He had patches of hair on his body. It was like it just kind of looked like a wild bushfire. It was just awful. It was like you need consistency in whatever it is, whether it be hair. You need consistency. He looked like he'd mm. been splattered with a load of waxing gel, and it just like mm. fallen out overnight. It was awful. Well, now I would have. I would have pretty hair down the front, but my back's fine. Yeah, but that's I, I good. Good move. Good move. Women. Mm. Women like a bit of hair down the front, right? They like that manliness. I don't. Re- I like a couple of stray ones, kind of popping out here and there, but like not a not a full patch. I can. Count I like. Mine. I'm into penguins. I'm into like penguin type men. Yeah. What's that? Yeah. I'm very like smooth. a dolphin, like a smooth. You know, oh, smooth right, yeah, and yeah, yeah. A little bit wet. Yeah, but you don't like. <laughs> but you don't. <laughs> you don't like hair in the face either, do you? I used to have a real thing for hair in the face because obviously I think I'm wired to want fertility. Um, but then like men then kind of took the piss with the beards and they were just kind of letting them grow free and they weren't grooming them. I think a man's beard, like treat it the same as I want a man's beard. This is a personal thing. I want a man's beard to have the same maintenance as like a woman's pubic hair. Do you know that kind of way? Mm. Like tight to the core, not like popping out all over the place, groomed, well kept. I don't like, I don't like mad beards. I think it's, I think it's very unattractive. There's sometimes they have an odor to them. Watching people eat with them is very unattractive, and I know that now is very popular. Trends can be uh, trends can be disappointing. Like for example, even though this may be considered on the slightly sexist side, the uh, the, the shift it. in the shift in gene trends for women definitely has not been my favorite in the the last year or two. Oh, you don't like the high the high ones, the high loose ones, yeah, yeah. Oh, why you like you want to be able to see the ass basically. 
Yeah, I just I preferred when things were like more like on the tight side trend wise. Of course. I do like how how that has the the new fashion style with the jeans and stuff like that has embraced the larger woman because if you have a beautiful big booty, it looks good in them jeans. That's true. The mom jeans that you get the asses they're like packed in. It's like spilling out yeah. the top. I know, yeah. yeah. But like all the, there's a, the fashion's changed. Like there's a fashion for like baggy shit now. But you remember in the 90s, all those jeans were real baggy as well. Like the Eclipse. A hundred percent, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I get it. I just, I, I, I have to say I preferred the noughties for the, uh, no, I preferred the. The, the low the hanging t- jeans and the thongs coming out I, the No, top. no, no. I, I, I didn't like that. Actually. I was just going to say well, that I, that I, was I, like, I, I remember I, that. No, I'm, I'm, I was more just like the last sort of, the last one just before the kind of this, this high waisted sort of looser trend came in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you know, I trends, agree. everything, trends are very natural. So as that's become trendier, even though I don't prefer the trend, I still like when I see somebody wearing them because it says to me that they're fashionable. But it's yes. not my favorite. It's not my favorite of the of the fashion trends. No, because yeah. you can't imagine taking them from behind because you don't know what you're dealing with. That's what men do. Not even. So, it is when men are looking at a woman from behind. Is that what men do? Yeah. Yeah. Are you women? Are you women explaining? Are you women explaining yes. men here? Yeah. I'm explaining yourself to you, Dads. You don't know yourself. <laughs> I know you, Desmond. So er, when a man looks at a woman from behind, he's immediately thinking he wants to take her up the ass. That's what I heard. No. That is. That is not. <laughs> Not not my not my first thought. Okay, he's immediately no. thinking he wants to ride her from behind. If she's got a big juicy ass, he's immediately thinking, I want I want really to be not. that ass. No, it's more just in terms of like what you're saying Bollocks. about beards. It's just people have their personal preferences for like you know yeah. and like everybody each to their own in terms of like yeah. what they Des and I have very different tastes in that, like, you know, but I like I know like for example, I when I, if I saw like that ass that I was just talking about there now, the big one, my first thought is that it's gonna hit you back. Do you know what I mean? That's all what? <laughs> what does that mean? I don't get it help. though. I know, but I don't get it. It's when you when you hit off and it hits you back, basically. Oh, like a little ass slap in the face. Yes, yeah, yeah. I remember I worked with the lad once when I had really, really, really long hair, and he got drunk one night. I was working in this office; it was all lads, and uh, or not office; it was a music shop actually. And um, he was like, "Every time I see you from behind, I just imagine holding your hair and riding you from behind." And yeah, I remember no, thinking, he said that, but that's that to you. harassment, though. That's, I mean, it was yeah. the early noughties. Harassment wasn't a thing then. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But that's Jesus what it was. Christ. <laughs> <laughs> what did you say? What did you, what that, did you say that, to that? That would, that would later on become harassment. <laughs> yeah. It was the early noughties. So I said, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> but was he well, okay, So let me, let, me, let, me, let me ask you this then. Was he, was, were you okay with it? Yeah, I didn't really care. I remember being a bit. I remember it made me. It made me. It made me pretty uncomfortable because I had to keep working with them. But it was yeah, just, exactly that is literally. <laughs> I, he obviously thought that I should hear this and that it was a compliment. Mm. You know, know he saw it as a compliment. Far. But I, but I do remember thinking, "Wow, my hair is my hair is writing checks. I'm not prepared to cash." Do you know that kind of way. Like, and I remember thinking, and someone else, I remember another lad said to me once that a girl bent over in front of him and he immediately thought about just taking her from behind. And I was like, so of course I got it into my head. I was like, aha, that's what men do. That's why oh, I always me, walk with me... my back to the wall. <laughs> well, let me ask you then a serious question. Like, surely that is the thing, right? So this guy makes this inappropriate comment about your hair, right? Mm. And then suddenly you're thinking about your hair, like, that's fucked up. Even that small thing is fucked up. That suddenly you're going into work thinking like, how should I look so that I don't have these assholes fucking bugging me? Well, not really, but I was just like, I just remember being kind of shocked because he was a quiet guy. And I was like, oh, so this whole time he's just been thinking about like, ride me like a horse. I thought we were kind of <laughs> friends. <laughs> wow. I know, but like I and say, it didn't, it really didn't even escalate though, but that's the weird thing, right? It didn't even escalate, right? It didn't like, it didn't slowly become that where you would both be sort of comfortable with that banter, right? It kind of came out of nowhere. No, it came out of absolutely nowhere. Yeah, that's fun. like it came that's out wild. of nowhere. I know. Listen, different times, you know, different I know, times. But that's not even like a gray area. I know. Isn't it? It was then. Well, well, yeah, not, it was then. Yeah. But like, <laughs> but like maybe maybe you say hypothetical scenario where yourself and your, your, your buddy in the office have definitely gone onto the inappropriate side of flirtatious banter. Right. But, you know. Back and forth, back yeah. and forth. Clearly, clearly there's a bit of flirtation yeah. and eventually it escalates into, you know, when you have your hair like that, I don't want to fuck you from behind. 
Yeah, no, go, it's last. Is that inappropriate? But, but was that something? Was that something that was building up between you? And Joanna's like, "Sorry, what's your name?" Yeah, it was literally like it was so out of the blue. We were like stacking Mars bars or something, and he just said it to me. <laughs> Fucking hell! Like amazing. Yeah. But isn't it also isn't it also amazing how like that never even popped? It probably didn't even pop into your head at the time. Like, should I say something? Or you know. Yeah, no, I like I actually totally forgot about it until now. We were just talking, I, but it obviously stayed. It obviously shocked me enough that it stayed with me. And yeah. I was young. I was young, so I was like, "What's a compliment? What should I be flattered by, and what should I not be flattered by?" Right, Do you know that way? Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I had but believe I mean, it or not. I don't I've have had... the hair anymore, so I don't have to worry about that shit anymore. <laughs> believe it or not, I had a similar enough situation on a football team that I was on, and the. The chairman of the club was was a gay man, but I didn't know that. I thought the lads were just winding me up. And we were on a, a team night out, a fundraising night out. And do you remember the Nokia, the old Nokia phones, that they started to be able to send emails on them? So if you put the subject of the email as somebody's name and you sent it to them, it looked like, the te- like he was getting a text. So they put the subject of the email, Stephen Mullen, they sent him an email. They th- he thinks, he looks at his phone, it looks like he's getting a text from Stephen Mullen, you see. Yeah. So he gets this text from Stephen Mullen. The lads on the team are all sending this on the night out across the room in the pub. And they're all going uh, to his name. Say his name was Derek. They're like, Derek, listen, I just really, I know you're the only person I could tell, but I really wanted to come out and I don't know how to tell the lads. And I think tonight would be the night and all this kind of stuff. He thinks I'm texting him. He's absolutely drunk. Thinks I'm winding him up. And and I don't know this has happened. And I'm sitting on my own at the bar, right? Drinking a Luke. I didn't drink at the time. And he comes he comes up in my ear and says, I'm gonna knock the hole off you later on. And I'm like, what the fuck is going on? And uh, the lads were the lads were all like I was 18, 19 at the time, and the lads were all like, Go on, Derek's a bit drunk, go on, Steve, I'll walk him home. I legged it out the back of the pub and drove home. <laughs> like, but, like this was those a big were my joke. mates that did that. <laughs> wow. That's fucked yeah. up. That's fucked up for you and the guy. Yeah, yeah, because yeah. he he he's, he still thought that that was me texting him. Like he probably still thinks to this day that that was me texting him. I hate when lads think it's hilarious to like rat each other out for being gay. It's so juvenile. Like a gig sometimes we're like, oh, is any any gay lads in? And they mate some lads be like, yeah, this lad here, and you're like, oh, fuck off. Still. Yes, I'm like you spanners. Oh, it's getting God. better though, no. Yeah, it probably is, but it's young lads as well. It's like yeah, yeah. Like, it's, oh, there's a problem off. when you're young. The problem with Steve's one was that they weren't ratting him out for being gay. They were literally trying to fuck with him and the gay guy. Yeah. I mean, that's really dark. Steve, that was really dark. (laughs) Women just bitch about each other. We tear each other down psychologically, whereas you just play pranks on each other, which hurts other people. I remember in school, like the whole, like, because I went to a couple of boys' schools and the whole uh, that's gay was a real, like, thing. But then lads would be doing stuff like sticking their hands down each other's trousers all the time to see if if you could if you could hold if you could if you got too nervous about somebody sticking your hand down your trousers then then that made you gay or some weird reverse Honestly, psychology Steve, stuff was like Steve you were with some fucked up people because none <laughs> of these, these, none, these fucked up pranks or these weird games that you guys played none of them happened uh, yeah, yeah. just so you, I, you. Think, I think oh, most yeah. lads I think most lads are gay. You thank, are, do you think most lads are gay? Thank you. Joanne's done her research. Okay? Like <laughs> <laughs> I've no data. Most lads no want data. to light women up the arse when they see them. Most lads are gay. <laughs> Joanne, no is the, Joanne is the Donald Trump of gender relations. <laughs> <laughs> Just sweeping generalizations with no data. I've no um I've nothing to back that up. All what I'm saying is that most lads I know would probably dabble. Like most lads I know would probably dabble. Like if sexuality is a spectrum, if it's like an accordion, if it's a spectrum. Yeah. I would say everybody I think women as well. Yeah, but I think lads could tend to be more promiscuous potentially or more experimental maybe. So I think most lads I think most lads would dabble. the, The problem with this is you have this strange scenario where for some reason it's more acceptable for a woman to dabble and nobody yes. judges her. But once a man care. dabbles, yeah, but once a man dabbles, so that's that's a stigma thing. So there's like a yes. yeah. there's a larger stigma with with if you wanted to experiment with, with as a men, as a male. That would be true. a yeah. big stigma. Like a guy would never come back and be like, you know what, bro? I fucking, I'm telling you right now, like it's good fun to fucking like jerk another guy off or something. Uh, whereas a woman would be like, I was out last night. I was a bit drunk. And this girl was like, you know, I was like making out with this girl on the dance floor. It's like completely acceptable. Not to mention 
that men find it attractive. And in fairness, the stigma goes across both genders because you won't find a lot of women being like, I watched these two guys making out in the dance floor and it's so fucking hot. But that's not a stigma. That's just a sexual preference. And also the stigma, well, is, do, like but, then women do, just do aren't, women so? aren't, yeah, women aren't turned on. I, I don't, again, I'm making like absolute <laughs> statements. Like I can't speak for all women. But the women are. call I, that I, your I next these... show, Generalization Joanne. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Generalization Joanne. Generalizations with Joanne McNally. <laughs> that's your new TV show. <laughs> <laughs> I know. It's so bad. I, I forget no, to. Right. I have no, to, go ahead, make your point. Make your point. Make your I point. have to qualify it by saying anecdotally, like yeah, no, women, just make it. Yeah, it's totally fine. The women I know, none of them are interested in watching two lads make out, and that's nothing to do with shaming or stigma. They're just not turned on by it. Whereas men no, are turned on by two women. Yeah, but but what I'm saying is is that completely independent of the stigmas that we're talking yes, about. 100%. That's just a sexual... Because no one... In the secrecy of your own laptop, no one gives a fuck about, like, stigma, shame, social pressures. People like what they like. And I don't know a single female... Again... <laughs> and I know loads of women. I'll have to ask them again. Who watch man-on-man porn. I'm sh- Obviously, it's out there. Everyone, there's always things. Some people want to see people fuck a cup. But I'm just saying, in general, I don't know any women who are turned on by two men getting it on. That's... That's the truth. Fact. Yeah, but, well, I, I'll just throw out another thing. Most Old lesbian step. porn, most lesbian porn is made for men. Of course. Where, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. That makes sense. But, but most gay porn is also made for men. I would say a so lot be, of, I would say most porn's made for men. Yeah. So I'm just curious. I'm just curious if, uh, if there was like female friendly man on man porn, I wonder I mean, I'm just curious. I'm just, I'm, just, I'm just curious if it's completely down to preference or some of it has to do with the stigmas in society. The fact that one is more socially acceptable than the other. Yeah, and I think that, but I think that stigma around men on men is actually created by men. Women don't really care. Well, I don't, yeah, I mean, I don't it, care. I have no doubt that that is a, is a huge part of it, but that is definitely out there. But, yeah, but, but so men we, think it's an attack on their masculinity. They think that they're undermining their masculinity. Women don't. Women don't. If I was to have a female affair, a, a lesbian affair next month, I wouldn't see it as an attack. I wouldn't see myself as like yeah, diluting my femininity in any way. In fact, I would see it as a plus. I'd be like, Haha, now I can stick lesbianism <laughs> on my back. Like, do you know what I mean? I'd be quite yeah, proud of it. Actually, on the bucket list. Yeah, yeah, I'd be like, yeah, see that. But uh, I do believe that the the Gen Zs coming through. Some of they're they're more they're fluid. smashing it. They're yes. more fluid. I've heard that about in schools that like all the um, teachers are saying like everybody's hooking up with everybody. So the the lads are hooking up with the lads. The girls are hooking up with the girls, and then they sw- swap over and all that kind of stuff. It's cool to be like to be able only, to live f- free of all that shit. It can only be a good thing. It can only be a good thing. You've no hang ups, mm. then. You just like oh, what you totally. like, and yeah. then you'll you know, find just, your, you'll just find just your balance good. eventually. It's Whatever just very is. interesting. It's just very interesting that two girls might try to sort of like titillate the boys in a nightclub by kissing each other. But like two guys are never going to think I'm titillating the girls here. By <laughs> kissing it's just, yeah, it's just it's, very interesting. It's I, not like, a weapon yeah. we have. I wish I wish I had more like it's very interesting that. Yeah, that doesn't cross over, you know, because you're no. talking about challenging. You're talking about challenging masculinity. But it's very interesting because what is it? What is it about? women not liking that too I, 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 like I, I it's a it's a very interesting area of like mm. what you know what's attractive and what isn't it is it is women just have no to matter make... go on i was going to say no matter how much des and i are trying to sexually kiss in front of you joanne it's never going to do it for you basically no i would just like read a book or like google some shit <laughs> <laughs> um, I would, i'd be kind of fat i'd be kind of like i'd be fascinated you know that kind of way but i wouldn't be as in i'd be interested because it's the two of you but like in general it doesn't it doesn't, way, resonate, it doesn't say, do anything for me can i just say in my 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 limited uh sexual harassment scenarios uh none of which i felt threatened by but that's more just to do with my my physical presence are these but ones you've the one, done or had done to you? No, done to me. So uh, one is like, I'm, I'm not throwing the guy under the bus. He's already in hot water anyway. But I do remember one time when Al Porter came at me with like, I met him at, a, at, a, at an event and he was just like, fucking, I'd love to fucking ride you, you know? Oh, and I was like, Al, you got to fucking relax. But that's the difference when you, you know, like when you're like a, you know, when you're not like threatened, you know, or yeah. you're in a position where 
then you can just be like, fuck off, you know? But the yeah, problem yeah. is it's not always like that, you know? I've no. had lads say to me. By the way, Joanne, I can talk. Were you freaking out because I was talking about Al Porter? Oh, no, I just, I saw you make, yeah, you were. Stop fucking, I'll talk about my own life. I don't give a fuck. Like, I'll talk about my own life. Yeah, like, I don't care. I just, it's just a subject I'm like, it just gives me. Oh, yeah, I know. But in terms of my own relationship with Al Porter, I'm totally fine. I mean, I'm not going to get into the subject of Al, but I'll certainly talk about the time he fucking just came up out of the blue and told me he wanted to fucking ride me and I told him to fuck off. Yeah, but like, I've had lads and like, this is a weird area to get into because I don't know what's right or wrong. I can only go from my own experience. But I've had lads come up to me, like lads I know, like not lads as in like, not random. I probably have, have a random, I don't know. A lad come up to me once and he's like, the things I do to you. And I, again, I wasn't, I didn't random find lad. that. Who was he? <laughs> <laughs> I think we were on a night out. So he was like a friend of a friend kind of thing. And he was like, the things I do to you. And I, I didn't feel threatened by it. I just kind of laughed. I didn't feel threatened by it at what, all. Were you at work? No. I was on oh, a night out. Yeah, well that, yeah, I know. But that's, 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 there, there's different Are you not just that, different. But you just told that Al story. Is that not the same thing? He's my colleague. I have to see him all the time. Oh, right. Yeah. It's a workplace. Right. And was that a gig? Well, it wasn't a gig, but it's irrelevant anyway. It's just like. You know, just, you know, listen, we, we know that the guy had some issues with that. I know, I know, I know, I know. <laughs> you know, I can't remember the exact scenario, but I remember knowing that he crossed the fucking boundary and I told him to fucking watch himself. Yeah, I know. I didn't, but I, I do I think actually, it's like that. I didn't actually tell him to watch himself in terms of like me. I wasn't being like, watch your fucking stuff. I actually told him like, Al, you got to relax. Because coincidentally enough, I had heard one or two things about him like pushing it. And I said, Al, you got to relax. You're going to get yourself in trouble, you know? Yeah. But at the same time, the reason why I felt like saying that was I actually felt like, fuck you. You know, like, you're not fucking coming at me with this shit here, you know? Have you ever had a woman do it to you? Yes. I mean, I've, I've, I've had it in appropriate scenarios. But again, it's just not just, you know, it's, it, I've never, I tell you what I've never been in. I've never been in a scenario where I was made uncomfortable by a, a woman in authority where I felt like my position was compromised unless I played along. I've never been yes. in that scenario. Yeah. Steve? Uh, no, yeah, me the same. I haven't been in a position where somebody was, like, in power over me that I hasn't had. But I've had, it weirdly, happened to me a couple of times. I think it was just young ones acting the idiot. But, like, I've had my balls grabbed in the middle of the street. Like, walking oh, yeah, by, and I go out and fucking boom. I'm like, whoa. And, like, that was... Yeah, I still don't even know what to make of that because I was just totally in shock. I was just like, "Fucking, it's just a, it's a, it's a, it's a grope." Yeah, yeah, that's a grope. Yeah, and it was just like that was on. I was walking into Pier Street. Um, what were you wearing? Art station. <laughs> were you wearing yeah, something no, suggestive? Did you, 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 Steve, you were asking. You for asked it. for it. <laughs> I was wearing You're like, like eighties O'Neill's shorts. <laughs> By the way, this is, this is comedy of 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 gender reversal, and we're not in any way, shape, or form diminishing the uh, the seriousness of groping. It's just it was just a little <laughs> bit of a reversal there. Yeah, uh, and we're, we're we're talking about it in a serious way. I've had, and plus, sorry, I've had plenty of ass grabs. Plenty that's happened a lot. I've had, I remember I don't know why my that, ass grabbed what? once, and I turned around and I swung for him it was like initially yeah. like there's just something different I think I could be maybe look this is what I think I think it can go I think it's it can be different in different situations but mm. I was like the fucking cheek you don't touch me like the cheek of it it was just it just felt so undermining and disrespectful and I, it was like supposed to be some joke with his mates and I was like you don't yeah. get to joke with my ass like you just yeah, don't yeah, get yeah. to joke at my ass my ass is not <laughs> funny I've had plenty of older, old, older women, older women grab my ass, and in that situation, you can't, like, as a blow, I can't turn around and swing. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. But would uh, you feel as offended as I would feel? As in, like, do you think it's the same thing? I, I mean, it's hard to say because you're. You, I mean, it's it's hard to say, but I've definitely been in the. The assumption I, is that when women do it, it's like men. When women do it to men, it feels less sexually threatening. It's more playful. Whereas when men do I don't it to think women, it's it feels more sexually threatening. But threatening. I do. Th- yeah, yeah I don't just I, the perception though. They're both as yeah. wrong. The problem yeah. is that you know there 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 is the issue that But it is a perception like it's that, a perception that's out there. Yeah, I know, it's totally but disrespectful, it's 100% though. yeah, it's 100% I totally true, feel that. But it's 100 percent true, but the big difference is that men will never feel men won't feel threatened like a woman will feel threatened or certainly like they won't feel as unsafe as a woman might feel. 
That's mm-hmm. what I'm asking you. That's what I mean. Mm-hmm. So it's not the yeah, same. I yeah, I mean, really. you definitely feel it's not the same because you don't feel as unsafe. Yeah. Yeah, I don't I don't feel unsafe, but like you do get the fucking shot of like anger straight away. That what the fuck are you doing touching me? Like you want to yeah. punch somebody, but and then everyone's laughing because they're like, hey, 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 and you're like, fuck off. Uh, yeah. Like it's so you yeah. obviously well, I'm not tell physically. You, I can tell you right now, I've had plenty of scenarios in picture taking and just meeting people in clubs. Right, that yeah. Were worse than what this woman tried to take Sil Fox to court for. He just got off. What Did was he doing? Feeling, pe- feeling people up. What was he up to? No, this woman took him to court for sexual harassment. It didn't hold up. The, the CCTV footage didn't match. And I'm not making any comments about the case other than what she accused him was, was basically him groping her while they were taking a picture. And oh, I'm not, yeah. if that had been true, which, which I'm not getting into the details of the case other than her actual accusation has happened to be on on numerous occasions yeah mm-hmm. now it didn't hold up in court but i am saying that if you know it, it, let's say hypothetical separate scenario where it was a hundred percent true that that situation has has happened to me really on numerous times i actually i one very serious one which i i've very very rarely taken action and i have told the story but i think i told it on the shift but at the electric picnic one time, and by the way, women have grabbed my dick a lot of times, okay? But at the electric picnic one time, this drunk, you know, this drunk woman came up, fucking grabbed my balls and, and shouted at me as she ran away. I just wanted to see if you really only had one. That's, yeah, that's terrible. Cool. Well, I, what I, did she you didn't do? get away from it. I chased her. I got her. <clears throat> I grabbed her. I didn't hurt her in any way, but I took her to a bouncer and I told the bouncer, this woman... Uh, grab my sack without consent. Where I don't was know this? what happened at the electric picnic. But like, but when? How many uh, years ago? I don't know. Six to eight years ago, maybe a little so, more, maybe ten. So, so before the whole consent thing really kicked off, you were ahead yeah. Of I mean, time. I definitely didn't use the word consent. By the way, I oh, you yeah, know yeah, I, that, that that's just rolling off my tongue now. But I like like but whatever I said, it was enough that it would make sense. That yeah. I have sort of, you know, brought this woman over to the bouncer. You yeah, know? that's too good to give her a fright. I'd say the bouncer was like, "What the hell am I supposed to do with this?" Yeah, I'm so, I, I, I really no don't power. mind. I really don't mind because it was just like no fucking way. Like, but but the yeah. thing was that like the thing was that there was no there was no uh, there was no question in my mind that it was a, it was a, a problem. You know yeah, I mean? yeah, of course. Mm. Oh, yeah, that's a problem. Yeah. That's a hundred percent a problem. But like, I'm easier when lads can say things. It doesn't like it depends on what they're saying. But like, it doesn't really bother me as much, really. But um, if they touch me, I just see red. I just see red. Yeah, just, I think just touching of anybody, I think, is completely like who's who gets to touch anybody. Like, it's just fucking wrong to be honest. With you. It's I know, but what happens when you see red, Joanne? Just out of curiosity, I lash out. I I physically lash out. I know, but that's dangerous. No. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass!" So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. If they touch me. No, 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 no. I'm just saying, like, would you not be afraid for your safety then when you lash out? Like, no, because it's never, it's never a thing. Like, it's never, they're just... Dick, like they're never. No, no, no. They're not going to come at me. It's like in bars and stuff. Do you know the kind of way? Oh, yeah, We're like yeah, weirdly. Yeah. One time, I remember some. I was walking down the road uh, in London or in England. So it wasn't London actually. In England somewhere, and I was coming home from a gig, and it was dark, and there was a group of like you know those kind of English like lad lads who were like in their forties. They're all boys. bald. Oi, oi. They're all, no, 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 no. They're all bald. Oh. They're all kind of Phil Mitchell types. 
they're all wearing like yeah. um bomber jackets and they're bald and um one of them said nice jeans and I said thanks and then another shouted out um I'd I'd fuck your arse your ass in them or something and they all laughed and I remember being so annoyed because it was like they took my power away from me I felt yeah. so mm. disempowered and I was so angry and I was like fuck it and I was like screaming and stuff like I didn't do anything but it just it was horrible I still remember now that feeling now yeah it's so so Ugh! It just infuriates me so much. It's so I'm wrong. I do get pissed off when people say stuff. I don't like when people are laughing at me unless they're laughing in the right way. Obviously, I'm a comic. But yeah, like, yeah. In general, if they're taking the piss out of me like that, strangers on the street. Yeah, like I got immature. the other problem. I got Ugh! the other problem. I have the other issue though, which is I get, I get, I see fucking red flag too, and then you know you gotta you gotta control yourself because it doesn't matter how wronged you've been. There's a yeah. It, it has to be a. What's the word? When, um, it has to be a measured response. Yeah. Yeah, but like, what would you do? Like, say if a woman grabbed your dick, would you just grab her tip back? Is that a measured response? No, no. no. Because that's a, no. I mean, I would never, like, I would dick never. Dick for tips. I mean, I, I, I told this story one time too, like, uh, I was in Limerick right after I got, well, no, you know, like 2004, like right after the work experience. And I literally got mobbed by like, it had to be like 12 college girls, you know, but I was young too. I was like 27, 28. And uh, these girls, like, they fucking surrounded me. And at least five of them grabbed my dick. I mean, I was literally, like, in a, you know, it was like, holy shit, I'm under attack here. But, of course, I didn't care. I thought it was the best thing ever. Yeah. Mm. You, know? you changed your different time, like, No, I know. But at the same time, I still had to physically get my, I, I literally had to, like, physically get myself safe. <laughs> you know, I had, to, like, I had to fight my way out of this fucking harem. <laughs> how things have changed. Like, how, t- like, not, women no, get away still the same. either. <laughs> I know now, now now I get now I just get an administrator I'll be like girls this is no problem but it's got to be one at a time <laughs> <laughs> take a number <laughs> and I could bore you to tears with fucking red rag to a bull stories man fucking international you know because the international is so like so tight and there's no bouncers yeah. and you know you just end up in like oh god so uh well actually I, I you know we were going to talk about weight gain but you know that we've had pretty solid We've had a pretty solid discussion. By the way, did and you have to go soon, John, but before you go, what do we think? That, now, we don't have any professionals here, but what is? what do you think now moving forward in this, this, this more, we're all more aware of consent and what's appropriate behavior, things to say, ways to touch people. What do you think is the appropriate response in 2020 uh, for like somebody playfully grabbing your ass nowadays? I, well, like, but I'm saying playfully. But when I say playfully, I mean their perception is it's playfully. But you know that it's 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 a it's a transgression. Yeah. So like a stranger coming up and just like grabbing your ass in a well, bar. Well, first let's. Yeah. Okay. Well, let's pretend we both or we all still have office jobs. The, okay. Yeah. First the stranger, and then the next one is okay. uh, a workplace flirtation that's gone too far. So stranger first. Um, I would. What would I do? I'd I'd go I'd put if they playfully grab I'd put I would punch them. Mm. I just I, I would def I would have a definite stern like I probably would I I don't think I'd hit anybody but um I would definitely uh, especially if it was a woman because it could be a man grabbing your ass as well but if it was a woman you you know I would just give out to them and probably the, the, the what you did with the bounce I thought was very good. I'd just be like, what the fuck are you doing? I would I would literally, I can feel it now coming out of me. I'd be like, what the fuck do you think you're doing touching me? I'd have a right lecture at them. <laughs> I'd punch them on the chest and be like, don't fucking touch me again. I'd go at them. I mean, I'm not going to, I'm not going to say I'm going to, I'm not going to glass them. Like, I'm not going to go insane. Like, it would be what I would consider a measured response. Can't yeah. do that punch shit. Chest is don't touch enough. me. Don't touch no, me. No, hundred percent. Yeah, but do you, do you think just saying like, "Excuse me, you can't touch me," you know that's fucked up. Like, will I just call the police? Like, do you think it's better to like let them know it's like illegal, just no. in terms of like, yeah? Because I think as as a woman, I think they don't expect rage from a woman, and I'm I'm quite rage ragey. Like I have a temper, and um, I don't mind that I have a temper. I like it. I think it help. It's helpful. So I would. That's what I would do. I would go at them. Yeah. I would let the rage loose. All right. So now. Workplace scenario. I mean, I think you just got to go to HR, right? Well, it depends. What's the situation here? Yeah, yeah. Like situation. I is love you're, fancy you're, people in work. It, it yeah, but you're, the this time. is just a friendly, friendly. You got got a decent banter with somebody at work. Uh, it's a bit of fun, and then one day, 
he, you know, you're, you're at the water cooler or you're and you know, at the microwave waiting for your, your, your cup of noodles. Uh, and, uh, corporate pinches your ass. He pinches your ass. I wouldn't go to HR. I'd just be like, ah, uh, uh, like if we were in a flirt, like if we were flirting, it'd be different. Well, if I'm it's just like, saying banter. I'm just saying banter. Yeah. I'm, t- I'm telling you now what I'd say. I wouldn't go to HR. I'd be like, dude, we're not, we're not at the touching place. You're not, you're not allowed yeah. to touch me. Yeah. Yeah. Wait, for, the, wait for the Christmas party. Yeah. That's all I would say. Well, I mean, I wouldn't but invite, least, I wouldn't but, invite him to the okay, so, so here's party. the question. Would you think that the way we've, we've become very open about harassment and consent, do you think that that's partially helped with, I know this is all hypothetical, but do you think 15 years ago you would have said that? I know you think about your age too, but like, you know, do you think in the early days of your professional life, you would have done that before all this, you know, before all this uh, vernacular about consent and what's appropriate? I would have always been very protective of my body being touched by that. Oh, lads. right. Okay. So, yeah, I don't know. I, I wouldn't have been bandying around terms like consent or like HR or like my body, my choice, any of that shit. But I would have se- still seen red if someone had touched me like that. Yeah. I definitely think there's de- there would be much more of confidence now to be articulate about it now because we are. It is more out there in society that people do talk about things these things more i definitely would articulate myself a lot better than beforehand like that thing with the football team for example i just fucking you know i'll just leave <laughs> yeah you know but i had to sit next to that guy in the dressing room for the whole season you know <laughs> yeah but if so joanne, immature if, if, jo- if joanne was your mates if joanne was your mates if some guy in the office pinched her ass she'd fucking start sending text saying go into the jackson wait for me with your fucking with your trousers around your ankles and your fucking thing and then like she'd send some fucking somebody else in and be like, sucker, you fucking fell for it. Fuck yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that would be. <laughs> I do. I go for revenge. I want, I'm out for revenge. Like I want revenge at all times. And I don't like being undermined. I've like, you know, I just don't yeah, like no. feeling undermined ever. Like I'll no, hold a grudge, you know. Okay. Uh, speaking of articulate, I have to go. I've got a VO. Go for it. You go. We're going to, now we're going to talk Take about care. it. Bye boys. Bye. Bye, Joanne. Can I, can I pause here for a second to use the loo? Yeah, you go for it. Thanks. One sec. I'll, I'll keep the. I don't have to pause the recording, do I? No, don't pause recording. I'm gonna actually keep talking. I'm not even gonna edit. So uh, Joanne, Joanne has left, um, and then uh, Steve has gone to the toilet. So in the interim, uh, I just want to say that I thought that was a great conversation. And the truth is that we had actually planned to talk about weight gain during the pandemic, um, which was a topic Joanne suggested. And then it became that topic, which I, I actually I actually thought was pretty interesting. I mean, I wish if if this goes up on YouTube, I wish that there wasn't an empty envelope on the floor showing what a mess my place is. But uh, but I am happy with how the conversation went, and I was enjoying my little after conversation with Steve. Um, you know, just to just to wrap it up, and and he'll be back in a sec. Um, can I also say? that I do want to discuss race relations in America. I'm going to find a good guest to talk about that with. Um, and so I, hopefully that'll be up tomorrow or Saturday. I just got to find somebody good to chat to about that because I'm very upset about what happened to George Floyd. And just sometimes race seems like it's complicated to talk about. And sometimes it's just so fucking in your face, how fucked up it is that it becomes easy to talk about. So as Steve comes back here, I will say that that will be a topic uh, coming up in the next couple of days. So I'll find a good guest. Sorry. I was just teeing a few things up there while you were gone. Save me, save me editing. Sorry. Uh, yeah, I am. Um, I had half a liter of a, I had like half a liter of coffee before we got on there. I was like, Oh shit. Yeah. 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 I had half a liter too. So anyway, we can keep it lighthearted. Just to say, I don't know if you, you heard, but during one of your stories, the dog was whimpering. It wasn't because she thought that your stories were boring. But for those listeners that constantly follow uh, the dog dramas, I did get another uh, thought. I know. I just, I just saw that yesterday. It looks like a, a lively, happy one. Yeah. Well, first of all, she's from a different shelter, and it is amazing. I, okay, so you did move. Cool. It, it is amazing when you deal with a proper shelter. Like, the, the trainer spent an hour with me going wow. through, like, and like informed me of everything, like the good, the bad. A the proper things. briefing. Yeah, but also like she gave me tasks. You know, these are the uh, things that I want you to work on to make this dog a better dog. You know, okay. not right. to mention that they gave me like a bag of toys, food. Um, but thank God that they did because this dog is like, uh, 
really like needs stimulation all the time. But the really cool thing that they said, which I never knew, was she was like, this dog needs boundaries. This dog does really well with boundaries. So okay. walk her, walk her, play with her hard, but then put her in the crate. And I was going to try to not crate her for this interview, but she was getting so hyper. And then I put her in the crate and I felt kind of bad, but boom, she just went out, you know? Nice. Okay. So it's like, it's just for them. The structure. Yes. Yes. Which is almost like parenting, Steve. It's to- I was just going to say the exact same thing. Like, there next door, she's having her nap right now. She's going to be in a good mood later on. She's not going to be given out to me. Perfect. And yeah. my daughter as well needs structure. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Inappropriate, but funny, Steve. <laughs> Uh, so, so what's what's uh, your new dog's name? Porsche, but Porsche, uh, but, nice. but not like not like the car, like a like P O R S H A. But to be honest okay. with you, I've been trying to see if she responds in the same way to Sirsha. Oh. I feel like it's not a hundred percent. Like she still needs the P, but I really want to change her name. Like that'd be like, good. I, I, I don't want to change the name. Like in terms of the shelter being like, why did you change her name? But at the same time, I, I feel like if I changed it to Saoirse while she's with me, that when I returned her and she goes back to Portia, that there, there's no difference. You know what I mean? Yes. Yeah. So sorry. Is there a possibility that, that you will like, is there a possibility of keeping her at all? Oh, no, I, I can't keep any of these dogs. Oh, I, all right. Okay. You have to well, keep them on. Well, no, I know I mean, Becky, you were contemplating kind of actually. No, yeah, Becky. I know. I know. But the truth is that even that was a major, you know, like it's very difficult to lead a bicoastal life with a pit bull. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it's just, it's, it's not ideal. It's way it more ideal. Impossible. It's way more ideal for these dogs to find forever homes. But anyway, yeah. I just think like Saoirse, over here, like Saoirse is such a good name for a dog, like freedom, you know, like fucking live your life. Yeah, and, yeah. and 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 she's a, she's a woman. So like, even though Saoirse means freedom, but it's also has become like a feminine name. Yes. You know, and obviously people here know Saoirse Rona, but the problem is they can't bloody pronounce it, certainly can't spell it. So I just thought for me personally, I could call her Saoirse mm. and not fuck up the fact that she responds well to Portia. But I can't tell. It's like it's very hard to tell because obviously I've done the, 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 I've done the test. It's very hard to know if she's responding better. Because, you know, yeah. you, you, you try uh, Saoirse and she seems to respond. You try Portia, she seems to respond. I can't tell if one response is better than the other. I, I don't know if there's enough of a difference. I, I personally would have thought for a dog, they sound pretty similar. I think they sound close enough because they because they go on the sound. So the yeah. to purr is not like it's the overall sound of the thing that they're going to go. Yeah. Yeah. I no, think no, so. no, no, no. And dog like some dog trainer be like, actually, the difference between the S and the P is the largest distinction. <laughs> <laughs> People love yeah. messaging me fucking advice, dude. It's so funny. Like, do, I know, you, get, bro. do you get parenting advice? But like par- oh you because you don't you don't you you're, my, you're my daughter ride. isn't on, isn't on social media at all but um I, I got uh and i mean i was grateful for it i will have to say but i got shin splints yesterday and it was fucking painful and to be fair it was one of the the listeners on i was doing instagram live last night and they picked up on it and they were like that pain right there is shin splints I was like fuck me that's sore oh but that's handy bro, i like when that happens yes that was so helpful and i got the foam roller today i've got the right stockings on and all that kind of stuff so oh, you got it's very helpful socks? Yeah, I know. How old do I look? <laughs> no, I mean, I got them when I when I tore my calf. Then my they were like, get the compression socks. Yeah, yeah, I got them. I mean, it's it's not too bad. I think I caught it early and I should be able to run tomorrow. But I think it was because I did a half marathon on Sunday and then on Tuesday I did like interval sprint work and I was probably just pounding it too hard. And uh, yeah, it was painful. So that was helpful. But yeah, sometimes you do get um, uh, advice that you're like, fucking... Yeah, you know, I didn't. I didn't ask for that. Oh, but hey, what are you going to do? I'm sure you get a lot of it with the dog. You see, I don't put my daughter you, you, up there. You get a lot, yeah. But but so this morning I was walking the dog and I was thinking, Jesus Christ, if you had a kid, because a lot of people are pretty, you know, they got their kids front and center. Like even some mm. comics we know, their kids are front and center on their mm. Instagrams, right? Mm. And it's quite annoying when people give me advice about the dog. But I was thinking like. It's guaranteed that people would be giving you advice about your own kid. And you're like, whoa, like, yeah. like they're kind of talking about the way you treat your kid, like as if they they care about your kid more than you. Like, I would fucking struggle with that. You know, there's, what I mean? a, li- there's a little bit of it's, it's more ki- people that have kids that are just older than yours. And they'll go, yes. oh, yeah, that's just this is what you do with this and blah, blah, blah. 
And even if I mention if I mention something on the podcast, for example, I'll get a lot of messages like, "Yeah, my kid went through that. Here's what you do." Blah blah. They're all fucking different. Like, yeah, but that's all. That's that. all. That's all good. But like, for yeah. example, like, I, I'll give you a dog one, but then I'll think about a kid one, which I definitely think would happen. Right. So, the dog uses a, a head halter. This one it came from the shelter. It's really good for stopping her having a reaction on the leash. She walks mm-hmm. great on this thing. Looks a little like a muzzle, but it isn't. Right. Uh, but this one woman then messages me, uh, take the muscle off, please, in this heat so she can pant. You know? And it was like, it's not a fucking muzzle. You don't know what you're fucking talking about. I just left a fucking trainer. Anyway, uh, I, I, it was annoying to me because it's yeah. like, I, 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 I know what's good for the fucking dog. But now let's think of another scenario where you're sitting there joking around with your kid at the high chair, say, yeah. and you're fucking around with some sort of food. And then they make a comment about some misunderstanding, like, oh, you know, you, th- don't do that. That's, you know, that's bad. You know, it's one thing to be like, I ah, don't worry, they'll grow out of that. That's like positive advice. Yes, but there's yeah. another thing where they're saying like, you're doing that wrong. Yes. And I know what's safer for your child than you do. I got to think that yes. you, you get your backup totally straight away you kind of do it because you, you do with your own parents because you're, you're like because my mother for example say oh well we did this with you blah blah and you're like yeah look how i fucking turned out with my <laughs> issues with whatever um so uh sometimes it can be hard with your parents doing it um telling you well this is what we did for you and, and you have to be able to kind of go like yeah but that didn't fucking work i was insecure about that issue or whatever um and we do things a little bit differently as well Inej and I, with our daughter, we like have had completely different upbringings. Culturally, we come from different countries, and she came from a very traditional Catholic home, and I came from my background, and um, so we have to meet in the middle. So we're just kind of making it up as we go along. Whereas a lot of people have their philosophy. My brother, for example, has a very strict philosophy. Everything with his daughter is routine, 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 and that's how him and his wife work. And we yes. don't do that at yeah, all. I have, a, I have a friend like that. He's very well. It was. It's a sleep thing, but it's a strategy that they exactly up. the like sleep exactly the the strategy. What is? It? I don't know where it came from, but it's like a thing. You let them soothe themselves to sleep with crying and stuff like that, and uh, like, yeah, whatever uh, it was, it was very specific. And like they were, at, we were at a wedding, our fr- like our very close friend's wedding, but they had to leave at a very specific time to yes. get the child to bed. You know, yes. there was all this like absolute. Like absolute time rigid. deadlines, yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is fair um, enough. Apparently, it's very effective. So yeah, and I think and it works if for you someone. were a good parent, you would have done it, and you didn't do it. And you know, <laughs> I, I would question, you know, I would question your parenting, Steve. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But we, um, my daughter's pretty. She's, you know, she's a big character. She's um, very extremely. I'm fascinated by how creative she is, and we've always encouraged her in that and let her do her own thing she loves to dance she loves moving she loves painting and um but i guess spent an hour when she was supposed to go for her nap dancing to um 90s dance music i was explaining oh, henry's yeah. to my girlfriend and everything Were you, uh, <laughs> um, there's one tiktok where um one of the big 90s rave hits and then people are like do you remember this song and then the people always do like do you remember this song you'll know it when it kicks in have you seen that tiktok no I haven't oh it. yeah it's pretty check fun. it out but she loved um, it. She was listening to Eiffel 65 and um, Rhythm of the Night and um, what is what is love? All that. She was absolutely oh, loving it. She was supposed to go to sleep, but it was like she was loving it and she was just like moving her body around. It was like, fuck the nap, you know, Have enjoy yourself. Well, I hate to spoil the party, Steve, but that's bad parenting. Because <laughs> the 90s are bad for children. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. What a anyway, great time. Listen- well, go yeah. ahead. I was just talking. I was telling my because I was actually saying to Inez yesterday, I was jealous of you because I was in Cork in the nineties, but I was too young for that stuff to go to the raves to go. But to, you like, heard you about were, it? I yeah, like all my neighborhood used to hang stereos outside the the windows, and it was just blast like. The weather now for three months, there was just music blasting across the square all day. But I could never go to the raves. But you were like, you were proper age for all that stuff. It was amazing. Oh, yeah, no, no, Henry's was great. I mean, that was a lucky time. Yeah, I did. Yeah. You know, I did a whole, uh, I did a pod about it. About oh, did you recently? Yeah, on my own, on this podcast, but on my own, one of those on my own ones. But actually, I'm going to do a bit more about Henry's because I got a lot of messages, people being like, I would have liked to hear more about Henry's. Oh, shit. But, yeah, yeah, I did. Um, 
I was, I had intended to talk about like the origin of some of my early routines, but a lot of it was inspired by cork. And I just ended up talking a lot about cork and about the gland. Actually, yeah. you should listen to it only because you care, you know, you're. Yeah, yeah. Cork. I know the gland very well. I must check it out. Yeah. What's but it called? Anyway, that was a good, uh, I'll tell you now. While you're uh, here, you start doing some wrap up there while I look this up. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for rejoining do, us. Do all your plugs and everything. Welcome back to the... Oh, yeah. Thank you for coming back to the Waffle House and uh, my plugs this week. Episode 65 of Hello, Steve-O podcast. And we had music from the amazing Greg Clifford. And I do a fantastic story. I'm glad people enjoyed it so far on the wonderful Jim Walmsley, who is an ultra runner, world record holding ultra runner uh, from the US. And uh, he's a really cool story. So I kind of analyze one of his films and break that down and see how he became one of the best ultra runners in the world, but has like massive mental health issues and all that. It was really cool. So people seem to enjoy that. Your intro is a fucking podcast episode. Are you done? Yes, sorry, bro. (laughs) I'm just kidding. It's a third of May, early comedy career, nostalgia and uh, cork love. Cool. Third of May, if you're bored. And uh, Joanne at Joanne McNally Comedy. At Joanne McNally, uh, yeah. She's off doing a voiceover. I'm at Des Bishop, and uh, we'll be back, uh, we'll be back next week. We'll have some, we'll probably have some. I gotta figure out what do you think, Steve? Actually, the last thing we'll talk about. Mm-hmm. Should should I just take these Waffle House podcasts and create an independent podcast or what? Or just leave it on this? It's very hard to know because I I like doing my little you, you like know, doing my, yourself one? Well, the one, the ones on my own. I mean, I've no problem leaving them on the Waffle House, and it is quite handy in that, you know, you just end up with just more weekly numbers, you know. Yes. Yeah. But at the same time, it's also like, does that sort of dilute what the you know like the podcast is? I mean, I don't, I don't, I don't think it does. But what, what do you think? Uh, I think um, it depends. I think if you're going on the part of the advantage of going on to the news stream is just kind of like it's a. We could all, we should probably all sit down and have a proper meeting about what we want to achieve by the Waffle House or something like that. I don't know. And kind of go, what is it that we want to do? And then we can contribute to it individually and all that kind of stuff. Um, I don't know, bro. It's definitely up for discussion, I think. We should have a yeah, chat. Yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll discuss We'll discuss it. But for now, we'll yeah. just we'll just leave it the way it is. And then, yes. Um, well, you know, soon, we'll have to decide soon only because you can take these first four episodes and put them up. And as a new podcast, you get all those new podcast benefits. But what you lose, obviously, is the fact that there's already subscription base that exactly. the, the podcast goes out to. Yes. You know, but, you know, you wonder if, uh, I, I just don't know how much benefit there is to getting that early chart position that you get. And suddenly yes. people going like, oh, it's a new podcast, new yes. and noteworthy, blah, blah, blah. Yes. So we we'll, we'll we'll have that discussion off air. But uh, and but when we do our merchandise, we're going to have Waffle House fro combs signed by Des Bishop. That'll be That's good. That's right. But it'll be gone by then. <laughs> All right, brother. You, I got the curls working. All right, man. Listen, we'll, we'll, we'll be chat. back next week. And um, I am, by the way, Steve. Just so you know, while you were having a pee there, I did tee up the fact that I'm going to find somebody to talk about that race relations with in relation to. Yes. Uh, um, all that so that that'll be coming up soon guys so thanks a lot we'll talk to you soon cheers bro take care bye-bye later bro planning for your next trip elevate your travel style with quince quince has all the jet setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway like european linen premium luggage options buttery soft italian leather bags and so much more and it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com trip for free shipping and 365-day returns.